welcome to a real special episode of Today's News Tonight. I am fucking thrilled. Woo! I am here yeah. with my good oh, friend yeah. and GBG yeah. co-founder once again in the flesh in less than a month, Ash Paulson. How you doing, man? <laughs> I am much better now that I'm here with all of you fine folks in the same room for once, Heck minus yeah. Derek. Hell F in the yes. chat for Derek. We miss you, man. We miss you, Derek. We, yeah, we wish you. you were here. <laughs> Hopefully for E3, though, we will all be together next year. That yeah, would be awesome. this is, this yeah, is a please. rare opportunity. This is the best thing about PAX. We'll have a lot more to say about PAX later in the episode, but you can see I'm obviously joined by the other members of the GVG family, our good friend Brandon Miracle, who you've probably seen on here before. Hello. And the lovely Daniel Evernight. Night Tide, Ever Night Tide Studios. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> ever Night Night Tide. Ever Ever Night Night Tide. That sounds that sounds like a like a soothing scent. <laughs> but anyway, we have so much to talk about, so we are going to uh, jump right into it, so to speak. Get the uh, get the preamble out of the way, and uh, first up, we have to talk about our good friend and sponsor, Straight Lace. It is Friday here on TNT, which means that this episode is brought to you by our friend Straight Lace and the Soul Device Part 2. The Soul Device 2 is a puzzle platformer where the player can create temporary platforms at the cost of HP to navigate the environment, and the developer Straight Lace is proud to announce that the Soul Device 2 is now available for free in early access on Steam. The game has a number of rooms to explore and puzzles to solve in its current state, and updates and updates will continue to come periodically as Straight Lace designs the world, puzzle, and additional gameplay elements. Furthermore, Straight Lace is also proud to reveal the other grand consumer of his free time that is his Dungeons & Dragons campaign, Generations of Astria. In this campaign, Straight Lace takes seven of his friends in a newly created world that they helped develop over the course of more than one lifetime. You can check out the D&D campaign on Straight Lace's alternate YouTube channel, Just Another Group of Friends, where new sessions will be released weekly. Uh, thank you so much to Straight Lace for your continued sponsorship of today's news tonight. We appreciate you so much. Uh, I recently got to take a look at this D&D campaign that he's working on, and it is mind-blowing you really should go check it out we'll have links to where you can see the soul device 2 and straight laces channel in the description down below after the show <laughs> yeah. it has been a journey to get us here uh, but before oh, yeah. we continue further we do have another sponsor for today's episode and they're coming up right now well, it wouldn't be TNT without intro number two. So anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys, for hanging out. Uh, thank you to Ted Brown Music for helping to sponsor uh, this episode, as well as Presonus, uh, who supplied all the microphones that we're using here. So if you think we sound at least okay, <laughs> go ahead and check out Presonus's line of dynamic microphones. We really couldn't have set up this show without their help. Uh, thanks to both of them for uh, helping us get out here, helping us get set up. And guys, before we really get into the news, I just want to talk about our experience getting here and getting the show set up. Oh my god. It, <laughs> it was, was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, um, so we've been doing a lot of planning for this. We, we had all of our tech set up, figured out, and we, we did some testing on the first night and made sure that all of our equipment worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We did. And it did. It did work. Yeah. Unfortunately, the internet situation here at our at our Verbo was not quite as advertised. Um, not on purpose necessarily, but we we have not had the internet speeds we thought we would have to work with, nor the stability. But we think we finally come up with something that works. But yeah, there was a lot of heartache and a lot of panicking last night because we were like, we've been hyping up these GVG After Dark streams, and we're like, oh my god, can we even stream? 
I've never and, gone from so happy we, to so depressed in that yeah. short period of time. Hey, it, it was a to rough be evening. fair, it wasn't a short period at all. We we spent most of the night up to yeah. close to midnight last night working on this setup, and uh, we I have to give a huge thanks to uh, the other miracle in GVG's life, Michaela Miracle. Off screen, uh, she is running the stream from literally a windowsill because that is where we get enough <laughs> reception yeah. to be able to actually come <laughs> to you guys live tonight. So uh, for for all the stuff, we thank you so much, Michaela. We appreciate you Hell uh, yeah. helping us run the show from thank there you. in your Thanks, corner. Dear. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we it's been it's been a, a journey getting here to this point with this setup. And uh, I know we were all a little concerned last night. We were not the fun, the most fun bunch of people to be around last no. night. Oh, yeah. We were tired and sad and just like, oh, come on. But we think we've been able to, to work things out. So uh, thank you all for your patience, of course. As you can also probably see, uh, the stream is looking a little bit different tonight. No patron chat, uh, no promoter pet, that kind of stuff. That is, again, mm-hmm. because of the complicated nature and the special nature of today's setup. But all that will be back next week, of course. So don't worry. Uh, that is coming back. And also, also, uh, I did post a link to Straight Laces, the Soul Device 2, in our YouTube chat. So please go check out, again, Straight Laces is our sponsor for today's episode. Please go check out uh, his game, the Soul Device 2, on Steam. It is pinned in the chat. And thank you so much, Straight Lace, for everything, as always. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, guys, we're all here for a reason, and that reason is PAX West. Yes, so- we do have some Super Chats, though. Oh, we do. We okay. do. We have a few super chats. All right. Which, yeah, can you read those out, uh, yes, I will do so right now. So first is Jaden Buck with five dollars. It's time for Qu- Crazy Question Friday again with Crazy Question number six. This is funny. What would you consider to be the worst place to fall asleep? There's probably some opinions in here oh, about boy. last night. Oh <laughs> man, I'm sure. I would, I, I would go with the floor of a Verbo in Seattle behind the couch. Yeah, there you go. I, I was, you know. Fortunate enough to get the sofa last night. There's there's not enough sleeper sofa beds for everyone here. We're rotating out every night, but I would say the floor in general because I was I slept on the floor one time in a Vegas hotel room and I got up and my back was I was in the kind of pain I, I'd never experienced before and I could not move and it scared the shit out of me. Fortunately, I just had to wake up and get moving and I was okay. But I felt like I was just like I was locked in place and I couldn't move. Scared Ooh. the hell out of me. So the floor the floor that was me this morning yeah oh man i'm sorry it's okay i'm doing just fine now don't worry my answer is probably all not that original but yeah i'd have to say the floor too as as the guy who's sleeping in the bed the floor is the worst place to sleep you don't get to have that answer <laughs> man the guy sleeping, sleeping in the bed oh i could also say away from you in the floor i, I could also say airplanes right you know i, I suppose so i didn't get any sleep leading up to coming here to seattle uh, and I was hoping to get any amount of sleep on the plane, and that mm-hmm. just that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay because you're getting to sleep in the bed, so it's it's all good. I, need I can to, sneaking up for it. I need to bring my wife with me next time so I can have like you know bed, bed, bed sleeping right. There's, yeah. there's some daggers in Ash's eyes. <laughs> just, no, honestly, the sofa. I, I I did toss and turn a little bit, but the sofa wasn't that bad. Uh, tonight though, I'm, I'm going to be on the floor again. Out of, in the interest of fairness, I want Steve to have a chance to be on the sofa. I want you to have a chance on the sofa. So you know. 
It's only fair. I feel like um, a terrible person. <laughs> you are. You are. It's yeah. okay, okay, though. No, you no. get the bed every night. <laughs> I'm glad so. to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, next. you gotta remember, his wife is running the stream. We gotta be careful. Exactly. Exactly. We could go um, off the air at any moment. Next <laughs> is uh, $4.99 from Screamo Shaman, one of my favorite names to read. Apparently, we got some Halo-branded Moa Burger Pringles in at work. They're spicier than expected. Want some? I mean, you know us. We'll always yep. try dangerously weird food uh you know absolutely on stream especially um so yeah <laughs> send some our way screamo shaman um next is oh god here we go uh flocks cat with five dollars saying how to renee's super smash brothers move set attract draining kiss play rough and misty explosion here it comes final smash will be called g max smite blow i, I oh, feel like uh, i missed something you gross you okay so did. what happened on uh the wednesday's episode when you you were you missed it um, I Floxcat had a had a super chat saying uh, Gardevoir or Hatterene, and I, being you know kind of a casual Pokemon fan, was like, well, I know what Gardevoir looks like. Let me Google Hatterene and see you know what Hatterene looks like. You never Google Pokemon designs ever. It was an, it was an unsafe searched <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> image search, and I immediately saw images of Hatterene that I wish I'd never seen. It could burn out of my brain. One doesn't simply Google image search any Pokemon. Exactly. No. You exactly. They, you don't know what they look like. And so now, so. the one, wait, a, a wait, new... I'm going to test this. I'm going to Google Snorlax <laughs> right now. I, so oh, a new part of GVG lore. <laughs> Do not turn your phone. That's a 4K oh. camera. <laughs> a new part of GVG oh. lore now is is my you know the the trauma I experienced. Google image searching had a Rene with no safe search on or oh, anything. I'm so I'm a page in, and so far it's not bad. Oh, sorry. Uh, did uh, did OM says it's pronounced hat and serene. Oh, is it okay? Had a Rene. Oh, hat. hat. What it is? Well, do I have safe search on? I thought because it was had a Rene. I thought it was had a Rene as well. I'm hmm. I'm gonna say that Snorlax passes the wholesome test. I haven't found well, anything objectionable. Well, Snor- so yeah, far. Snorlax is a good boy, but but so try searching had a Rene. You won't be. How do you spell that? Um, H a t t a, r e n n e. I think. It'll I think it'll probably autocorrect anyways. Yeah, it's very specific. Um, okay. While you so. do that, Titus Malvolio, uh, who has just recently rejoined the EP tier, by the way. Thank you so much, Welcome Titus. Back. Welcome yeah. to the school. Uh, with five dollars, saying happy to see the crew in one room together, and I can't wait to meet y'all at PAX tomorrow. Uh, I'll be the dude with the evolution mask. Stay safe. Will you stay safe as well uh, behind that evolution mask? We are looking forward to meeting you tomorrow, and uh, keep an eye on our Twitter for information on when we are going to have our meetup. But it will likely be tomorrow. So we're going to do an official yeah. fan meetup at PAX. Yep. And uh, keep an eye on our Twitter, and we'll post in the Discord server too, of course, and let everyone know when we'll when and where we'll be meeting up. I'm convinced I have safe search on. I didn't. You, mu- you must because yeah. I'm I'm not going to go further down this rabbit Ash. hole, but don't. just know. That my don't. phone is a good boy, apparently. Yeah, just be happy you didn't see what I saw. I don't we'll show believe you later. You have safe search on. I mean, that's not. It's hard that... to believe that you of all people would have safe yeah. search on. But I mean, I'm I'm scrolling my phone. No, I believe you. I but see it. Yeah, yeah, I believe you. I all have right, the wholesome version of Google, apparently. Okay. <laughs> uh, Synchrolord. W, not. A... Synchrolord with four dollars and ninety nine cents, saying, "Sitting by the windowsill gives me war flashbacks of rabbit ear TVs." Nice. It's been a while since I've seen one of those. Rabbit ear TVs, man. That brings yeah, me back. Little... Uh, yeah. yeah. $5 from Black Ninja saying, hey, y'all. Hope y'all are doing good. Have some good vibes. We'll right back at you, yeah. Black Ninja. Yeah. Good nice vibes indeed. We're so glad you all are with us for this special live group episode of TNT. This is awesome. Absolutely. This is yeah. amazing. So anyway, that's the story behind Hatterene and and my trauma. Sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> all right. 
So do we have any more super chats? Or no, nope, we, we're we're good. We're, we're good, good right, for now. Well, thank yep. you guys right. so much for your super chats. You're y'all are incredibly generous, and uh, it means the world to us. We couldn't do this without you guys showing us your support like this. Yes. But uh, we all arrived here for PAX. So let's talk a little bit at the top of the show here about our experience at PAX. So if you don't know, uh, the first thing Ash, Brandon, and I did when we hit the show floor at 9 a.m. was to just walk around and, and look at the state of things. Yeah. And it is certainly <laughs> a state of things. Well, even before 9 a.m., I would say, like the fact that we woke up a little later than intended. We were trying to get up around 6.15, 6.30. We woke up at 6.50 because, again, late night last night, and we were all thinking, oh, man, we have to get our badge. We have to get our COVID wristband. Right. You know, we're going to be on the show floor a little late. Not only were we there not a little late, we were there a little early even because there are so few people getting COVID wristbands and picking up their badges. I, I can't believe that we did all that and we, got Starbucks, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Got Starbucks Somehow. in nearby Sheraton. We did all that in like 35 minutes yep. probably, and that is unheard of at PAX. That never happens. It really set the precedent for like that first opening hour uh, yeah. uh, for the media because – I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect that level of barren. Yeah, I mean, it is it is definitely a ghost town in in PAX comparatively. Compared to other years, it mm. is it is almost comical like how sparse the show floor is. Yeah. Uh definitely go and watch our tour of it uh just to see what we're talking about to get a visual to go with that, but I mean the the aisles are literally 5 to 6 times as wide as they normally are. Uh, there are no major AAA publishers on the show floor aside from Bandai Namco. Yeah, uh, it, it's mostly just merch and indies, and you know, typically the stuff that lives on the I want to say what sixth floor of the Expo Hall. That's yeah. just nothing. Yeah, now like the, it's only tabletop stuff. It's yeah. it's literally only tabletop RPG stuff on the sixth floor, and that room. That ballroom on the sixth floor is usually where all the really high-profile indie go, indies go, like uh, Inti Creates and Inti Yacht Creates, Club. Yacht Club, yeah. Yeah, and like Untitled Goose Game there was there a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, Panic, like, Panic usually has yeah, up there. They showed Playdate there in 2019. Right, and so there's usually a lot of really cool stuff up to see up there, but to not, or to this year it's just tabletop RPGs. And if you love tabletop RPGs, that's great. They're still there. But, but they're usually confined to like a, a series of just conference right. rooms, right? And not the entire floor. To be perfectly honest, like tabletop RPGs aren't exactly what I'm coming to PAX for, and I'm saying that as a huge tabletop RPG fan, uh, I don't want to be touching you know board game pieces and figures right. and that kind of stuff. You could say the Still. same thing about controllers, but it, it's a little less comfortable for me in a tabletop setting because you're touching. More Just things. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not for yeah. me. <laughs> no, it's not for me either, uh, personally. But in the yeah, and even the main exhibit hall, the sky bridge is really the only thing that feels a little bit the same. And even that's obviously you know thinned out from what it normally is. But it was weird going to see where Nintendo and Sony usually are and just seeing essentially a pared down indie mega booth. And look, we love indie games at Good Vibes Gaming, but even the indies here, there aren't as many. Yeah. Like there's, there's really very few. We saw, yeah. and we didn't play everything, of course. That's that's happening more tomorrow. But we literally saw everything on the on the show floor in about twenty minutes. I would say thirty minutes. You could probably yeah. play everything in like three hours. Yeah, it's a day's worth of packs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It really does feel like a packs that. I mean, it makes sense because I've been saying that uh, it feels like packs is about twenty five percent of the size of a normal show. 
and you really can get through it in 25% the amount of time as a normal PAX. Like, with a normal PAX, four days is just barely enough to get through and see everything and feel like you, you didn't leave anything behind or undone that you wanted to do. Right. But this show, it, it's... You could probably pack it all into a an afternoon if you really try. And yeah. it, it's unfortunate. I feel like it, it definitely kind of highlights the sad state of things out here. Uh, mm. And I would say that despite all that, despite all of that, despite it being a sparsely packed show floor, once they let the public in and once they started letting just everybody in, I didn't feel super safe. I, I definitely yeah. felt like there were too many people. And that's saying something because I was like, oh, God, you know, like, I don't know all these people. And uh, one of the things is, so if you are vaccinated, you get this black wristband. Right. But if you're not, uh, and they still let you in, even if you're not, they, uh, you do have to have a negative COVID test, but they give you a paper yellow wristband. Oh, I didn't know there's and a difference. And every time really. I saw one of those in the crowd, I was like, I'm walking wow. far away yeah. from where... I didn't know about that difference, so that's good to know. I will be doing the same. I don't I want wasn't to be even, anywhere near that. I wasn't even looking for those. Yeah. I the moment like we really walked out with the public after, you know, being in the media room for a while, I it's like my heart sank a little bit. I was like, I am suddenly very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I think I've just tried not to think too hard about it. I think the more I think about it, the more uncomfortable I get. But I, I think mostly I've been thinking about just how – I mean, I, I've seen some people – like I tweeted out some pictures from the show floor, and, and a few people re- responded understandably, understandably like, oh, I wish I could go to PAX and have there be such small crowds and not, not such long lines. And I get that. I do get that take. I do. But at the same time, there's, a, there's an energy. There's an electricity, a party-like atmosphere, a shared excitement – at other at, at previous PAXs that just doesn't feel like it's there this year. It, it yeah. feels different. Well, and... there, there's definitely an air of trepidation around the whole thing. Yeah. I think everybody, even though, you know, there are requirements to prove that you don't have COVID or that you're vaccinated, mm-hmm. uh, everybody does seem like a bit more nervous, which makes sense. Like, a lot of us have been at home for the better part of two years now, and we're all kind of coming back to do this, and, and there's definitely a feeling of like, oh, I definitely do not want to be near anybody outside of my group of people that I know and trust. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Daniel, you were going to say something. I was just saying, like, because this is the first pass, the first PAX that I've ever been to. You guys were in media, so you guys were able to enter an hour early. Um, I was waiting towards the um, the general admission with your wife, and so right. even in that section, like, it was for any expo, like compared to any expo or, or convention I've been to, it was very empty. And even then, like, even with that empty space, it still felt kind of unnerving to be so close to just this mass of people. And then when we actually went inside, you would see, like, like the, the people that were, like, all walking into, you know, your, your typical, like, first moment of the con opening. Right. But I took a video of that, and, and I shared that on Twitter, and a lot of people were like, that's what PAX looks like right now? Like, that's the opening hour? Mm-hmm. That gives me a perspective of, like, how much smaller this is compared Compared to packs at full capacity. Oh, it, it. I mean, it's like night and day. And, I, I mean, even night and day is kind of underselling it. It really is so different. And media hour is usually a mess. It's just it's just a madhouse media hour. And this time it was just super orderly, mm. super quiet. Yeah. I mean, you could you, I mean, you could just, like, run laps around the exhibit hall. There were so few people. You could hear a pin drop. Yep. Yeah. If it weren't for us doing that kind of tour video that we, we wanted to do, we could have gotten a significant amount of what's available done in that hour period. Right. I guarantee it. it. It was it was definitely wild being in there. You know, one of the other things that I wasn't even thinking about until we were recording in the show floor and listening back to it is the fact that in at a normal PAX, even if there was nobody in there, 
just the ambient, like, the music from all the booths and all the sound effects from all the games would drown out your voice if you were trying yeah. to talk in there. Yeah. It's like being inside a nightclub, really. Like, you know, just having to strain to talk to other people because of how loud it can be. It was dead quiet in there that yeah. first hour. It was still really quiet. Like, I didn't struggle to hear anything anybody was saying, whereas, you know, Ash... Uh, at a, at a typical PAX or a typical E3, you'll have to lean in close to your oh, friends yeah. and, like, talk yeah, in like, their ear. Shout at them yeah. so they can just hear you. Exactly. We, we yeah. were at, uh, I'm sorry, I forget the name of the booth, but you, you were having a conversation with someone, and I was trying to to listen. But, Same here. But there was, was the issue of, you know, do I lean in? If I, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> leaning like in. Like, how much right. space is, is appropriate for yeah. this kind of situation? So uh, I just kind of let you handle that, <laughs> and if there was any questions, I was yeah. there. But, you know, um, yeah, I, we were kind of stressing about not having um, that cable for the Rodecaster microphone that you brought with for the camera, and we were... You yeah, know, we definitely didn't need it. We didn't. Right, and that, yeah. That's what I was going to say, is I was surprised at just how quiet PAX is, at least, you know, this year. Uh, definitely not what I expected, even at reduced capacity. Yeah. yeah, and as Captain J Lineback in our chat says, uh, I mean, packs at full capacity in the current time would be a nightmare, and you're right, Absolutely. it would be. And none of us are saying, well, you know, boo on packs for not allow, you know, for not making it a bigger event. Oh, God, this is no. what it should be this year. It's just, but I still can't, I can't not divorce my feelings from how it used to be, you know, I or I can't divorce my feelings from how it used to be from how it is now. It's still sad, even though it is appropriate, for sure. So you know. It's it is just a function of the way things are this year. Hopefully, things will slowly get better. We're looking at you know a, a slow return to no, to relative normalcy, but mm-hmm. it's just it can't, you can't help but be a little bit sad, even though it's obviously the right thing. Safety first, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, we could, we could talk for for another hour about packs and just kind of how jarring it is to be in a. I, I wish I could say post pandemic, but a but a pack mid middle of a pandemic uh i will say the tales of arise demo kind of gave me flashes of of what pax is normally like because it's uh, it it it, uh it filled up to capacity very quickly even on friday and they they closed it by like 11 or something capacity is so much lower than what we're used to and yeah i mean you know one thing i'll say is that i saw the big bandai namco like booth if Mm -hmm. you will but it was even that was like a fraction of what Bandai Namco normally does. We're talking about the company that literally it's, built yeah. Paozuyama in the middle of, of the show floor just to show off Kakarot and still had like 15 other games they were demoing yeah. at various yeah. stations. Whereas, you know, Bandai Namco's presence, while it is certainly the largest of the show, mm-hmm. is 25 demo stations for Tales of Arise. Right. And that's it. There's there's mm-hmm. literally nothing else. No, no big set pieces, no, nothing uh, extravagant, just... You know, we brought a right. bunch of Xboxes and Playstations, and you guys can play <laughs> Tales here. And that's but, not a bad thing, but... But they are giving away swag for anyone who finishes the Tales of Arise demo, which we're going to... No, so they're entering I'm, you into oh. into a raffle or something. Yeah, so it's a raffle. Oh, ra- so you don't even guarantee to get swag for... Yeah, yeah. Like, that's so funny. Yeah, it hurts. When, when that you, sucks. So it's like a 20-minute demo, and when you enter it, um, when, you, when you beat the boss at the end of the demo, you get entered into a raffle, and they're going to choose, like, five winners per day. So that's Oh, just, that's not worth it. <laughs> I'm I mean, still gonna try. It's I'm the gonna same get demo. in there and play it's the Tales. Home demo, right? It's the same one, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it might. It, at least from what I played of it, it looked like it had the same areas in it. Really? So maybe. But maybe. tomorrow is kind of our gameplay day. We are. We did f- find a few indie games that looked really interesting to us, like Exophobia, yeah. Squish, 
bark. Yeah. So we're going to be checking those out tomorrow, hopefully grabbing some footage for everyone on the channel. But, uh, yeah, so we'll be back throughout the show. But to be quite honest with you, everybody, we've seen and talked about the vast majority of what there is to see and talk about at PAX so far. Yeah. 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 You like, get the majority of PAX just from one day. You can see everything yeah. in just one day. I mean, obviously not including well, panels and stuff, well, yeah. but in terms of show floor content, we've seen pretty much you've, all of you've it. seen the show floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It, it is. It is really easy to get through this PAX in one day. <laughs> but like I said, we could talk about PAX for the rest of the episode, but there is actually a lot of news that's happening outside of our little bubble here in yes. Seattle. Uh, so we, let's go ahead. We oh, do have some Super Chats. Though. Oh, yeah. Yes. Please, go ahead. Uh, Mike F. put me on blast here trying to with $1.99 saying, Google, Google search results are personalized. Ash with a cowboy hat smiling. Ooh. Okay, you <laughs> got me, out. I guess, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say other Ash than... Has horny Google on his phone. <laughs> yeah, you, you got me. I don't know what to say other than I don't know why that came up, but it scarred me. And and yeah, or maybe I just have a lower threshold of, of what I consider to be weirdly sexualized Pokemon designs. I don't know. But sure, Jan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure, Jan. Uh, thank you, Mike F., uh, next is Luigi and Daisy 315. I love that name. Are you the same as Mega Man and Sonic 531? I feel like I just read that the other day. Anyway, Luigi and Daisy 315 with $5 saying, just for fun, who would win in a fight? Shadow from Sonic the Hedgehog or Rodan from Bayonetta? Rodan. <laughs> Rodan. Yeah. Rodan's probably the right answer, but I have to go with Shadow just because I love doing his voice. Rodon so. had a gravestone land on his head. And yeah. Just he was just two. fine. No, Ro- yeah. Rodan's probably the right answer, but... It's Shadow for me. What about you, Steve? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with Rodon because I yeah. think Shadow would get killed by a Vespa going too fast. That's, that's <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, Rodon's probably the the realistic right answer there. Thank you, Luigi and Daisy. Yeah. Uh, next is five Canadian dollars from Toasty O's saying, "Don't think of it as empty. Think of it as intimate." Which you know, I, but when, there's when it's a bunch of strangers who may or may not be vaccinated. Yeah. You know, it's not. I don't really I don't want, want to be, be that kind of intimate. That's I don't want that word. I want. I don't use. want that kind of intimacy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Two dollars from Rec BCQ who says, "Thought I'd curse you further." Bongo Renee. Oh my God, why? I know it's just just from deep. you saying that, Re- uh, Rec BCQ. It's not cool. <laughs> someone out there, a GVG fan, is going to do fan yeah. art of Some, this, and oh. I blame you. I blame you for this, because it someone's going to draw it now. Thank no you. No rule 34 <laughs> in the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next is Dark B. Andy with $5, saying, I was at PAX West. It was underwhelming, but good news. I was at Pink Gorilla's booth and bought the only copy of Metroid Fusion uh, on Game Boy Advance. Congrats. Cartridge. Nice. nice. I think we were Congratulations. Yeah, I think we were. Um, and Dark B. Andy, I don't know if you'll be back, but if you're going to be here through the weekend, let us know. We're going to have a meetup tomorrow. We'd love yes. to meet you, so yeah. let us know. Uh, next is five Canadian dollars from Bongo Lover, our good friend, saying, "Was there a Danimals booth? Did Danimals reveal their triple A Bongo Battle Royale where he would go against other yogurt brands? No, but we will we will try to find Danimals at the show and and suggest that because that sounds kind of amazing. Do other brands even have mascots? I honestly couldn't tell you. I honestly, is there yeah. like a yogurt brand mascot hierarchy? <laughs> if not. Why haven't we done it? I can only think of the, like the Trix. I'm rabbit. pretty sure there's like a fucking penguin for one of them. There's I don't the know. Trix rabbit. Trix <laughs> rabbit kind of man. Okay. Trix hold. rabbit has some problems though, man. Yeah. He, he's yeah. got some problems. I I feel like I, I felt I felt a little bad like some 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 addiction going on there with with the Trix rabbit. I think. I know <laughs> because tricks are for kids. That's not his fault. That's yeah, yeah. You it's can't not. enable the rabbit. Yeah, good point. <laughs> if I want to go to McDonald's and get a kids meal, I'm gonna do it. 
Wow. Kids meals are for kids, Brandon. Come on. Come on. Sometimes they have Pokemon cards. I mean, that is true. That is true. Uh, $5 from Jenny Geist Gaming saying, Just popping in from the media room to say that it was awesome seeing y'all today. I hope we have a chance to hang out again before the weekend ends. Well, same same here, Jenny. It was great meeting you. Hi, I'm Jenny. glad. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Great hope meeting you're you. PAX. And uh, I do hello. hope we get to see you again before the show ends. And uh, enjoy PAX as much as you can. And maybe we'll see you in the media room again or yeah. cross paths on the show floor. Uh, and finally, uh, $1.99 from Ashley Suzanne. Steve, you look hot. Miss you. Ooh, with what? a with oh a flame emoji, God. so you know she means I'm telling it. your wife. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> What's up, girl? How you doing? Mike F. says, I hope that's his wife, lol. Don't worry, it is. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah, good. It's absolutely my wife. I miss you. I love you, babe. <laughs> I'm having fun here in Seattle, even though you know all of the stuff we've suffered through. Oh, man. <laughs> Floxcat says, oh, I'm loving this Hatter Renee thing I've started. Thanks, Floxcat. I'm not. So thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> all what right. So that's all we have for now. All right. Okay. So it turns out that uh, Sony, further driving in, twisting the knife that they're not here at PAX, has decided today <laughs> to announce that uh, there will be a PlayStation Showcase uh, happening next Thursday on September 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific. It'll be 40 minutes long and feature plenty of great PS5 games from developers, large and small, including PS5 games, but they or including P- PlayStation Studios, but they specifically call out that there's going to be no news about PSVR 2. Uh, right. Okay. And I got to say, I don't care about PSVR 2. I'm, I'm just hyped to see what the Let's next more. crop of PS5 games looks like because yeah. Sony has been killing it i feel like mm-hmm. all their first party content for the ps5 has been incredible yeah i think so yeah i mean i'm looking forward to this this will be of course a reaction stream we will definitely be reacting to this yes. no worries um and i i do care about psvr2 but I, I don't feel like it's i wasn't expecting to see it yet so i'm not like disappointed right. like that's, i want to see it yeah. what i mean yeah. is like exactly i am i am really hyped for psvr2 but i'm not disappointed right. it's not at this yeah I think that I think that it's not time for it. I think that Sony still needs to get through the first like year of the PS5's life, and right. and I'm cool to see it in 2022 sometime. Uh, but I'm also not ready to spend another 400 bucks. I assume on my PS5. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I already need to get a storage upgrade. I'm out of space. I, that's going to be a few hundred bucks. I right. I I'm cool with waiting for a headset a little while longer. But what I do think, you know, I wonder what we'll see. I'm hoping that this isn't just updates on God of War and Horizon Forbidden West. I want to see a new game. Yeah, what are we like? What is it? Or are they going to have that we don't already know about? I I, totally agree. I want. Yeah. I want Spider-Man 2. Give me a brand new full on Spider-Man game. I don't care if you say it's coming in fucking holiday 2023. Just give me a teaser. Yeah. No, I'd lose my mind if Spider-Man 2 got announced. It's hard for me to think that would happen so soon after Miles Morales, but if it right. did, yeah. I mean, but what is know, Insomniac we, working on now? I mean, fair. That's fair. We've got we've got Ratchet and Clank. We've got Miles Morales. As far as we, they don't have anything publicly announced, and they prove that they can work on several projects at a time, several triple A quality projects. Right. So it would make sense to me that probably. You know, their teams have transitioned on to the next pair of projects and have been working on them for the better part of a year at this point. Yeah. I know what you're going to get is Sony's been waiting for their moment. They know the next Smash Ultimate DLC character is going to be the last one. They're like, it's time. 
It's our moment. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2, the sequel. (laughs) Um, All joking aside, uh, I know it's not going to happen, but the thing that would just make me go over the moon if they showed it somehow was a third Parappa the Rapper game. I love that little dog, man. I I (laughs) feel like he should be in more PlayStation games. He was kind of like an early PlayStation mascot, and I miss him. I I miss that that side of weird, you know, weird, vibey Sony where you got Parappa, Gravity Rush, Vib Ribbon, stuff like that. I want more yep. of that stuff from them and i know that's not what they are interested in doing they're shuttering so many of their japanese studios but damn that's what i want to see that sort of crazy originality is something that we just see so much more in indie games now like that's where yeah. we get that kind of like energy from whereas we, we kind of know what to expect now from sony like the kind of titles we're going to show the updates they'll show but i'm yeah i am very interested in seeing what they're going to see that's just new like what's coming in the future? But rather than updating games that we've already been hearing about in past presentations, right? I have a hard time thinking that we're going to see a whole lot that we haven't seen before. I think they're just going to hedge their so. bets on on God of War Ragnarok, and uh, I would be down for some gameplay of that, though. Yeah, because oh, we haven't yeah, seen any. Of just seen like a title. We'll probably get a new look at Horizon since they did just show off the uh, all the collector's editions and everything. We'll probably get some new gameplay. I hope there might be a reminder about Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah. Man, what if we got some kind of look at Dragon Quest Twelve? I would cry. <laughs> I would be shocked <laughs> if we see. did, though. I feel I like Square would. Enix is going to keep that yeah. for themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, fi- I figure we're going to get a good look at Final Fantasy Sixteen probably sometime before the end of the year. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they take the lid off that a little bit because we've seen so little of it. We haven't seen yeah. gameplay, um, but I don't think it's going to appear at like a just a random like playstation showcase at, at minimum it would be a proper state of play um this feels like their e3 presence to me because they weren't really there at all were they no sorry i'm just reading this next oh. super chat when we get there just oh. make me crack up okay nice <laughs> so so we'll we'll get to those in a minute but uh what are the odds that we see something from team asobi I mean, they recently got so. merged into yeah. playstation studios yeah, yeah and I... we've They've got to be working on like a triple A right. Astrobot platformer. That, I feel like that has Astro to be on the docket. So I Astro- want to play Astrobot, the original in PSVR, so much. I've heard such amazing things. I didn't get to play it. Me neither. And but. Astro's Playroom is so good. And if any of you out there have a PS5 and you haven't played it because you think it's just a tech demo, fix that right now. Go play it. It's amazing. Yep. It's amazing. It is amazing. It is so charming. Yeah. It I is. Love it. it is Sony's like. I mean, Sony doesn't have a rep for pack-in titles, but among Console pack and titles. It is one of the best the ever made. Best. Yep. Absolutely. Easily. Easily. Yeah. And, and the thing I keep thinking is all they have to do is take the engine they already created, the assets they already made for Astrobot, and just make a whole bunch more levels that are longer. Right. I yeah. would play they have the a game fuck ready. out of that game. I want another game that you know utilizes the dual sense as well as Astro's Playroom did, and it's yep. just another Astro yeah. game. I'm dual, super down. The dual sense was used so well with with yep. like haptic triggers and just yeah, everything was so well done in that game. I want to see like an expanded proper sequel to it. Yeah, I mean, as I said, that was my big next gen light bulb moment was when I played Astro's Playroom. Like it looked yeah. great, but when I felt those adaptive triggers for the, for the first time, when you're doing the thrusters and the engine, I'm like, oh, yeah. this feels next gen. This feels different from anything that could be done on PS4. On the, yep. on the uh, DualShock 4. So, oh, man, I, I really hope we see something new from Team Asobi. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I think, I think Team Asobi, I, I'll be interested to see. Uh, they officially announced that they acquired Bluepoint, didn't they? Yes, they did. No, so, no not, wait, not Bluepoint. Was they, it Bluepoint? Was it Blue, no, it was someone else. Uh, oh, I, I think it was part 
like they they made the announcement that they acquire somebody else, but there was like a mistake made where maybe a blue point announcement is incoming, yeah. Because there was a different image they shared or something by accident. But who was it that they? Uh, I can't remember. I can't yeah, remember. I'm, yeah, I'm forgetting that it was it was someone. I'm sure people in our chat will let us know. Oh, oh, it was Housemark. Housemark. It was Housemark, right. and then they yeah. later tweeted out. So yeah. I'm I'm interested to see where Housemark is going after Returnal, especially now that they're officially a a first party studio right. under under the PlayStation brand. Uh, and Returnal also did uh, really well with the DualSense. Yeah, yeah really Returnal great. Returnal was a great showcase of Returnal. the DualSense. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a bit too early to see something from from them. I think it's a bit too early. I'm I hopeful so. we'll get news about mm-hmm. Bluepoint. But anyway, we we have. More Super Chat streets. So let's go ahead and get to those. We do. So uh, first is $4.99 from Fisto saying, Give me Trix Rabbit versus Bongo versus Activia Probiotic Bowels. What? Wouldn't that be just <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis? I, I was laughing. Uh, J- Jamie Lee Curtis is the Activia mascot. <laughs> she's a human being, but yeah. she, she's definitely also... <laughs> I'm going Activia, man. I'm going Activia. She would for... definitely just would. kick all the rest. Yeah, she, kill, she killed Michael Myers. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, while full apparently on really Activia needing for to that. take a shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fisto. Uh, Master of Hamsters with two dollars saying, "I want a GVG made cereal mascot tier list." So done. That's, yeah, that's, that's that, is, that has after dark written all that, over it. That oh, no. does, and which we will be doing tonight at 11 p.m. Pacific. By the yes. way, our first after dark stream of packs. Uh, next is Darchi with four dollars and ninety nine cents. I have one hundred percent confidence God of War will be at the show. Let us all manifest it into existence at the show. Hey, I know we'd all love to see it. Uh, I was never a big God of War fan before, but once they released the not reboot, I guess soft reboot, Dad of Boy, I became a lot more <laughs> interested in, in Kratos' character in that game. So I wasn't previously a God of War fan, but I am now with the new games they're doing. I like Kratos' new you know character arc, I guess. Me too. Yeah. Uh, next is RecBCQ again with $5 saying, Sony is announcing a PS4 title called Being Able to Buy a PS5 Simulator. <laughs> oh, It'd man. probably sell really well. Yeah. <laughs> it probably would sell... Really well. Yeah, all the people who wish they could get PS5s can't. Uh, we actually have a, a news story about that kind of coming up later. Uh, Grantles with $5 saying, Hey, guys, hope you're all doing well at PAX. Meanwhile, I'm at home, probably going to be installing Smash Ultimate mods all weekend. Nice. Hey, that sounds like a fun weekend well, to yeah, me. Yeah. Yes, there are a lot of really cool mods if out you there. Could, if time. you could get a Bongo mod for Smash Ultimate, we will just absolutely replace, share footage. Yeah, Diddy Kong with Bongo, and there you go. I mean, I feel like, yeah, Diddy Kong is just ripe for He'll it. He'll just shoot the Danimals yogurt package <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> so pop gun. Perfect. <laughs> Somebody make physics. this mod. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I mean, hey, look, this whole thing came about from Bongo being in a Sega game, being, being Sonic Dash. Monkey Ball is getting a bunch of weird random characters. Monster Rancher, which we're going to be talking about later, but who knows? I mean, the crossover happened once before. Bongo could be on his way. Oh, man, if they do Bongo the Danimals Monkey, we have, like, it's free real estate for us. (laughs) Oh, we have, like, we are honor-bound to cover the hell out of Bongo (laughs) gameplay. I mean, they've already (laughs) extended beyond video game characters with Hello Kitty, so, I mean, exactly what could happen. Yeah. 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 That is all the Super Chats for now. All right. This next story... Is proof that Ash gathered the news. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Apparently, uh, it has been announced that Luminous or Gunvolt Chronicles, Luminous Avenger. I'm going to say that's I X. It's X. It is X. Yeah, Weirdly sure. enough, it is X. Why not? Because why not? Yeah. X two has been announced for PlayStation Five, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. 
colloquially known as everything except Stadia. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Ash, I'm, I'm just going to throw this one to you, man, because I don't know anything about this. Gotcha. So uh, as much as I love Inti Creates, Matt Papa, you're one of my favorite people in the industry. We're good buddies. Uh, Luminous Avenger, the first game was great. I, I mean, it was still a great game, but I'm not super excited about the sequel just because of the main character. It's a guy named Copen who's not quite as outwardly horrifically racist in his own games as he is in the Gunvolt games, but if you've played the Gunvolt games, you know that Copen is just, he's an asshole, man, and he's very hard to like. That isn't the case in Luminous Avenger, but just because of my general distaste for his character, I can't say I'm like super hyped for X2 the same way I would be for something like Blaster Master Zero 3, right? Sure. Or Gunvolt 3, which is coming out uh, next year as well, I think like in summer. But... It still Inti Creates. I still gather the news. I love Inti Creates games. <laughs> I love what they do. So I just wanted to let everyone know. Luminous Avenger X2 is coming out uh, January 22nd, I think it was. 29th, 22nd. Um, so, you know, the, the, the thing is, the character is hard for me to like, but his gameplay is really fun. Nice. You're, it, it's, there's a bit of a Mega Man X vibe to it where you're, you're dashing into enemies and basically just tearing around the screen, all these screen-filling explosions and special attacks. It is about as anime as, a, as an action platformer can get. But, you know, if you know NT, you know they're all about yeah. anime. So, yeah, just oh, wanted yeah. to throw that in there just to get us to a nice five new stories. We always love covering NT here on the channel. We're, we're big friends, friends of NT. So, yeah, just wanted to let you all know that uh, X2 is coming out. Nice. Yeah. I, so have either I, of you played... I've played the original Gunvolt, uh, the Switch release, and I'm, I haven't played two yet, but I did buy Luminous Avenger X, the original. Uh, it's just, I haven't gotten to it yet. I, I got a big backlog. <laughs> but I did really enjoy the first Gunvolt, so I'm uh, kind of, you know, frothing at the mouth to get into the second one. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Dan? I'm pretty much in the same situation as Brandon. Like, I played the first, but I haven't really gotten, I have the time to get into the next, like, uh, interest into the series just because backlogs yeah right it's it's like, there's so many totally there's, so, there's just so much coming out now that it's like it just gets further and further away and i just feel like i, I need to just buck, buckle down and get to it soon right same but yeah totally love their their games nt creates is a wonderful studio yeah and uh, as uh rc says in the chat the copen nx is a lot more likable than he is in azure striker 2 and i would say one and that's true i think i think into creates kind of realized that they would have to make him a, just a bit more likable than he is in the main gunvolt games to be able to anchor an entire series around him so should be fun the first game was a lot of fun too so uh you know just keep it coming into i love the kind of games you make we all do so uh good stuff yeah yeah, yeah. uh we do have one more super chat before we move nice. on nice uh alan wilkinson with a two pound donation saying buy a ps5 simulator only on stadia oh, God. ouch <laughs> wow. ouch i could i could honestly believe that though like some indie making a game that's a total jab at playstation and stadia posting it for because they're petty um yeah <laughs> by well, the way sorry to see oh. one second i've seen a few people asking no derek where's derek Trust me, we wish he, we could. We wish he could be here as much as you do, but he is at home. Uh, he couldn't make it out to PAX, unfortunately. He's with his family, uh, so we miss him just as much as you do. But he will be back next week on TNT, so don't worry about that. He's doing fine. Let the man have a night off. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've replaced. I've him. seen a few of you say that it's hard <laughs> to hear us, and we're sorry about that. We know that it could be hard to hear us a little bit. But that's just because of the setup. There's not a whole lot we can do about it, unfortunately. Oh, we're trying. We're, yeah, yeah, we're basically <laughs> swallowing these mics at this point, as you can see how close we are to them. So sorry about that, but that's why we're not raising our levels. And, uh, yeah, that's well, it. Our, our producer is, is signaling that she has some information to share. Ooh, okay. Do you want me to try to fix it? 
Um, I haven't seen that many complaints. I think we're probably I'm not reading the chat, and I'm I'm a little worried about any something going wrong. <laughs> it just would be sad if if yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're within the yellow on OBS, then I would say we're fine. Uh, you know, if you need me to yell, just tell me to start start shouting. Okay. All right, we're tickling well, the yellow. We're tickling the yellow. Oh, that sounds dirty. It's not 11 p.m. yet, Brandon. I'm Come sorry. on. Right. Come on. Well, I'll tell you what. This is the first stream of many that we're doing here from PAX. Uh, we will we will be back at 11 p.m. tonight after this show's over, and we'll we'll do some adjustment between then. You can let us know how you feel about it. But for now, we're going to just keep going the way we are. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely what you what you don't know is that these mics are super helpful. We're blasting a fan in this room, <laughs> which is. Uh, keeping us from from becoming uh, puddles anyway uh so our third news story is one that again just kind of came out of nowhere a right. nintendo just in the middle of the night at like 2 a.m <laughs> of, of course like after we all go to sleep <laughs> decides to announce that big brain academy brain versus brain is coming out for switch on december 3rd and right this is wild. So I just, uh, for those of you that are wondering, I wasn't just looking at my phone during the uh, Luminous Avenger story because I was uninterested. I was watching the trailer because I, I haven't gotten to see it yet. And I got to say, one, I love Big Brain Academy. It's Big fun. Brain Academy is, is yeah. silly fun, you know, that that is semi-educational in nature. <laughs> um, and I like the idea that it's now like a competitive multiplayer game. I think that that's a really interesting lean on it. Uh Although, I will say this, I noticed one thing in the trailer that I thought was bullshit, Uh and it's that each player gets to choose their difficulty independent of each other, and I'm like, what Uh kind of a match is that? I mean, I guess that's nice to, I guess you can just have a gentleman's agreement, like, we all play the same difficulty, but yeah. I think that's more like a parent and child. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's what they showed in the trailer, they showed a parent, I'm I'm not letting my kids off easy, (laughs) (laughs) be like, you're not as smart as me, you'll never be as smart as me. Oh man. Wow. Wow. Some brutal Big Brain Academy, man. Beat me when you go to college, kids. (laughs) Wow. Big Brutal Brain Academy, I guess. Damn. Um, You know, but no, I I used to play Big Brain Academy multiplayer with friends in college, and we, you know, like, uh, you know, between rounds like Mario Party or Smash, it's fun. It's just, it's just kind of weird. I love how Ash brings down the vibe. He's like, 1v1 me in Smash. And then Big Brain Academy. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up in fighting games one, and one, basic one. arithmetic. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say I always won in Big Brain Academy, to be fair. Smash I did, but but Big Brain Academy, I, you know. I feel, I feel like that's play. just like an insult at the end of a gaming session. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to prove that not only am I better at general video games than you, but I'm also <laughs> at least a little bit smarter than you. Just, <laughs> just a little bit. Someone who doesn't have a lot of experience with Big Brain Academy, like, who's, who's the audience for this exactly? This is this is like, this is definitely a shot at the blue ocean Wii yeah. casual market. And yeah. I, I don't yeah. I don't dislike it, honestly. I feel like there yeah. is kind of a dearth of those types of games on the Switch. I love the fact that I can play Final Fantasy and, and Dragon Quest and Zelda and Mario and you know, all the stuff that as a hardcore gamer I really enjoy, but I do like the idea that they're gonna start kind of Slipping in these more casual, like, laid-back experiences uh, that, you know, haven't really had a home since the Wii. I think that it's really cool to see these making a comeback. Yeah. 
I agree. Uh, I, I would qualify that with it would be even cooler if another forgotten series back on the Wii, well, it had a 3DS entry as well, was also remembered for the Switch. Rhythm Heaven Nintendo! Come on, damn it! I've won a new Rhythm <laughs> Heaven game so badly! The wrestling we'll get there eventually. Squeeze that in. The, the wrestling guy is the new WarioWare. I, that, oh, it, wait, the same one? Yeah. Oh, I don't think yeah. I knew that. With the reporter? Is it the actual same wrestler? Yeah, and yeah. the, the yep. reporter's in it too. Th- why? Why would they do this? <laughs> that actually hurts me. There's a stabbing feeling in my heart right now. <laughs> I didn't, I thought I I didn't know effect. that. Oh. I mean, it's oh, cool. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's cool, I mean, but but I just want a new Rhythm Heaven game, Nintendo. I mean, come on. Well, we got WarioWare. We got Big Brain Academy. It's got to be coming eventually, right? I, I will I mean, say that WarioWare is delightful so far. It's, it's I, the, the demo's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, well, we're clearly not playing, like, the unreleased game. Uh, but the demo is really fun. Like, I've I've enjoyed playing it. I've played it with my kids. I've played it with my wife. Uh, it's it's just a damn good time. I'm really excited to play the full game when it comes out, what, in a few days? Yeah, I think so, yeah. But as yeah, far, yeah, September, my birthday, actually, September 10th. As, nice. As yeah. far as WarioWare and Rhythm Heaven goes, don't, don't they, like, alternate those releases? They do. They More seem to. So, yeah. So, I mean, so rhythm maybe that means technically it's next. Be next. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, it should have been next. I, mean, we have, we have I know Tsunku has said he's, he's up to make a new game. He wants to do it. So, I just hope. I could I'm be hoping. wrong. Aren't we on our second WarioWare release, we technically, WarioWare counting Gold. WarioWare Gold? Well, that was 3DS. Didn't Mega Well, yeah, come? but still. Wait. Did Gold come out after Mega new collection title still? Uh, I did. I think it did. Oh, okay. I okay, I guess so. I'm wrong then. Well, oh. my bad. The, the clock oh. goes tick-tock until it ticks <laughs> twice. And, 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 and Mega Mix itself, too, was kind of a compilation release. It had new content, new ones, but, yeah. but it wasn't like a full-on new game. Well, and, yeah, but so was Gold. Gold, gold was, gold was yeah. Oh, that's true. Gold was a compilation. Yeah. Okay, then I guess that, that, that's, that doesn't count, I guess. I guess. But come on. <laughs> come on. Just give me a new Rhythm Heaven, Nintendo. Come on. I promise. I'll, I believe. I'll, I'll, I'll buy more than one copy just to make up for the fact that it's not the most I'll popular I'll buy a copy, and I've buy. never played a Rhythm Heaven oh, game. Oh, it's such a good – that, that's the thing about like why I want one on Switch specifically is because Rhythm Heaven Fever on Wii proved that it's such a great party game. It's such a fun game yeah, to just really look is. at, and people are like, oh, I want to try that. That's pretty cool. But you know, playing it on 3DS, it just isn't the same. So, you know, I kind of want another one where we can play on TV and get other people into yeah. the action. It's Mega Mix also had a great, like, four-player mode. It did, uh, yeah. And I'd love to have that on a TV. Oh, me too. I, I have to great. wonder, though, like, with these traditional party games, is Nintendo holding them back or choosing not to fully develop them because of the current state of things? I mean, Possible. it is really hard to push a couch co-op game when you can't invite people to sit on your yeah. couch. And, I mean, look, I like as much as of a Rhythm Heaven fan I as I am... You know, I know it does. It's not the best-selling series. It's not. There's not a whole lot in it for Nintendo compared to many of their other IPs. I get that reality. It's just I want one. I'm selling. You know, I want what I want. I now, can't help it. Yeah. Now is the time yeah. for Nintendo to make another Punch Out. Ooh, that'd be nice. I've too. been frothing at the mouth since uh, Punch Out Wii came out. That game is absolutely fantastic. It's yeah. a great game. Level five is great game. Incredible at their animations, and I want to see what what I mean for the level five, five to do it again, like. Wasn't it uh, next level or next next level? I think oh, you're right. Next level. Shoot. All right. It was next level. And they, I mean, they just wrapped up Luigi's Mansion. What, like two years ago now? Yep. So, so yeah. I, what I mean, really up to. I'll yeah. open pray. Skyward Sword proves that you can replicate the Wii's motion controls with Joy-Con to an acceptable degree. True. I wouldn't play that game with <laughs> with motion controls. If oh, you I know. Wanted to, oh, if you killed me for it. That's so funny because I highly prefer playing Skyward Sword HD with motion controls. Oh no 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 Punch Out. Oh Punch, punch out. out. Oh okay, okay. Oh Punch Out on the Wii 
sucked with motion controls. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. just saying if that's the hill that Nintendo is choosing oh, to die okay. on for porting gotcha. Punch Out, <laughs> right, or right. making a new one, they can they can do it. No one will use it, but they can do it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, I I would love to see a rhythm a new rhythm heaven game. I'm excited to see Big Brain Academy on the Wii. Me too. Uh, I'll I'll definitely be yeah. picking it up on I, Switch. You mean? Or on, on Switch, on yeah. Wii. On the Wii. Bring, bring me another Big <laughs> really Brain same. Academy for the Wii. That would be a real power move. Like, yeah. Nintendo's like, let's see who the real fans are. Bin. Yeah. <laughs> for for a $5 Big Brain Academy on Wii. I would, I would man, if I could get a, any Nintendo first-party game for $5, I'd do yeah. it. Oh, right. Yeah. Nintendo would That'd probably still be selling that move. for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sticker Star, I don't know if I want to get that for 5 bucks. Yeah. I, would, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't want anyone to get that for any <laughs> I bought price. Uh, Codename Steam at GameStop. I think it was for 11 cents. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it it wow. was so funny. I, I went, and, and Derek would, would tell you this if he was on the show, but I went to that developer roundtable where that E3 with Derek when they revealed Codename Steam, and he was so excited about it, and I, I swear to God, I was so happy for him because I didn't see anyone else in that room who was excited about it, but he thought it was the coolest thing. <laughs> I want to know what about that appealed to Derek. He's I don't, like, I, I do too. Lincoln, I, do too. I have no this. idea because I was like, <laughs> I was like, and to be fair, it was because was, it was at the end of an E3 day, so I was already tired, but I was like fighting to stay awake. I felt really guilty, and Derek was just so engaged, and I'm like, I guess there was also some like uh, some rumblings about it maybe being like Majora's Mask or Metroid or Metroid. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think that were, there was some there was some disappointment there when it wasn't, which it shouldn't have been disappointment because there was no, you know, they were just rumblings that had no <laughs> yeah. basis in yeah. fact. I ha- I had to double check just to make sure I wasn't wild about thinking Abe Lincoln wasn't codenamed Steam. He is. Yeah. Oh, he which is. Technically means that Abe Lincoln could be. The final Smash DLC character. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's in that game with Mark the I mean, Knight. Abraham Lincoln. I just, yeah, I just the want Xander Mobus. A- a- Abraham <laughs> Lincoln. Honest Abe. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of weird. Why not Goku? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, give me Herlock Jones. Oh, uh, Herlock yeah. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want legit just Sakurai to put an actual real living human... Well... Just put Dead himself human. in. Sakurai. <laughs> Sakurai. Would you get, if you got Abe Lincoln in Smash, would you get a spirit board battle against John Wilkes Booth? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. It's okay. me, Gunner, Whoa. with a mustache. It is not 11 p.m. yet, Steve. I'm going I've had to remind both of you we're not spicy yet. Attack, attack power 200% from behind. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to instant transmission out of this building. <laughs> Yikes. I'm just saying... <laughs> wow. Well, on well, that note, we yeah. do have some super chats. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we have. Are you? Five, no. I don't know if you are. That didn't sound like a genuine really apology. Not. <laughs> so we have five dollars from Flox Cat again. Thank you so much. Saying I just jokingly realized. Uh, see, seeing I've played Blaze Blue Nine. The Phantom is like Hatterene. Also, dip Hatterene yogurt if you or in yogurt if you want. I do have a deviant art. I don't want to see Hatterene and yogurt. I don't really want to see Hatterene ever again in any context, really. Um, but but because you said that, Floxcat, I'm rel- I'm relatively certain someone's going to draw not only Bongo Rene, but now Hatterene dipped in yogurt. Thank you for that. We're mixing <laughs> thank you. memes together. Yeah, thank you for the super chat. You're, you're incredibly generous. Yes. And I, memes are I appreciate mutating. you fueling Ash's nightmare. Yeah, thanks memes. for that. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm sleeping on the floor tonight, I think. That's going to make it even harder. Thanks. Uh, Jaden Buck with $2 saying, I guess you could say Derek is swamped right now. And that goes in uh, oh, yeah. hand, hand in hand with our next super chat. Rec BCQ again 
with $5 saying, Derek is Shrek right now. I've played Shrek before. I'm practically the same thing. So if anyone's seen <laughs> Derek's Twitter today, he has indeed spent the, day, spent the day being turned into Shrek. He's got the green face paint and everything. I don't, I don't know the context. I'm not sure why he's doing it. I don't know. Do we want to find out? Probably. Think, oh, it's, he's playing I Shrek think, on, on stream, yeah, right? On his stream. channel. Yeah. Specifically Shrek 2. Yeah, I think he was torturing himself by playing Shrek 2 on, on his channel today. And so I guess yeah. he, he went full on. I have a feeling I, that I, wasn't his idea. I'm pretty sure it was Amy. Yeah, it's, over sure. it's, it's over now. It's all over. Uh, I'm that's sure, that's I'm, Shrek's uh, splash screen yeah. for uh, Smash. I'm not, I'm not sure if, if Derek had to bite the raw onion or not. He had to meet a certain goal to have that happen. May I wonder if he I did. I don't I don't know. Either way, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure Amy was the one with the idea of, of Oh it definitely it was like Shrek, yeah. It definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> uh Rec BCQ and, and Jaden Buck, thank you both so much uh for the super chats. Uh next is Luigi and Daisy three one five allaying my fears, saying uh with five dollars, saying, By the way, it is me, Sonic and Mega Man five thirty one. I just like to change my icon and name once in a while, so don't worry, Ash. Well thank you for assuaging my fears. I really appreciate that. Good to know. Mm-hmm that Sonic and Mega Man is not gone. And thank you again, Luigi and Daisy. Really appreciate it. And uh, next is $5 from Seesaw24 saying, uh, Fun fact, the composer of Codename Steam, Yoshito Sekigawa, went on to be the lead composer of Paper Mario the Origami King. I oh, wow. did wow. not know that. That and soundtrack kicks ass. Yeah, the That's Origami King soundtrack is like fucking top notch. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the best in the series, and that's a high bar to clear. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, thank you for that uh, factoid. I didn't know that, Seesaw. I really appreciate that. And uh, finally, Santi the person with $2 saying, why didn't Marth prevent Lincoln's death? <laughs> because Marth is playable yeah, and codenamed Steam. I know, he could have. Why? Come on, Prince of Altea. Why didn't you? Just give him the tipper. It would have been over. In is it Al- Altea? Did I get that right? Yeah, I think okay. you did. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, thank you so much, Santi the person. And uh, Just uh, for Santi's sake, it's, it's, it's Santi. Oh, Santi. Oh, He's thank a friend you. of mine. Oh, good to know. Uh. Santi the person. I apologize. <laughs> thank you for letting me know that. You're welcome. Uh, is, is Santi an actual person? Yes. You sure? It's not Tails <laughs> in the Avatar. Santi <laughs> is a human being. <laughs> I feel like when you go out of your way to let people know you're a person, you might not be a person. Sorry, Santi. I mean, <laughs> that's just like everyone that was disappointed that I wasn't actually a bird. I am. I, I'm I, still not <laughs> convinced you aren't. <laughs> I still remember how I just flew in from from the Bay Area. <laughs> oh boy, are my, boy, are my, my arms what, what is it? Humans have arms. Yeah. I still they genuinely. Love that joke. I still genuinely remember how absolutely floored I was when I found out that our beloved community member Rob Arman X was not that his his name actually isn't based on Rockman X. It's a completely different story. That's and a betrayal. I, I know. I, I felt like low-key betrayed, but then we talked about it. It's all good. We love Rob. We love you to death. But yeah. but I was genuinely shocked. Like, oh, Armin X. Obviously, Rockman X. I could not have been more wrong. Could not have been more wrong. Oh, Santi clarifies that Santi is, in fact, not a person. Oh, okay. Oh, See? my God. So you were lying to us then is what I, Santi yeah, saying. Hell? What? I'm being betrayed. <laughs> Sonic um, the person is, in fact, three dogs in a trench coat. <laughs> um, we are caught up on Super Chats, by the way. Awesome. So, yes. Awesome. Well, are you oh. ready for some bad news? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, too bad, because our next story is a fucking downer. Yes, it is. And th- uh, this comes courtesy of Takashi Mochizuki from Bloomberg. Uh, I'll read the tweet first, because it kind of encapsulates the story nicely. But uh, it says, game console supply for coming holiday season and even next year doesn't look good if you are planning to buy the switch oled model be sure to get the first 
batch. And uh, this basically it comes down to Toshiba. So if you want to be mad at anyone, be mad at Toshiba, who did not sponsor this episode. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Toshiba is warning that a power chip supply is going to remain tight for at least another year. Uh, These are basically uh, they're they're what regulate voltage inside electronics. So. And, and they're in everything from the Switch to the PS5 to the Xbox to computers, you name it. Uh, and without them, even though they're cheap, little inexpensive parts, your console will fry. And so without those, you just can't produce hardware. So people are saying that uh, supplies are going to remain constrained. First it was GPUs, then it was CPUs, then it was GPUs again. Such <laughs> now a it's shame. just random. Well, how long until we see people scalping power supplies oh, on eBay? But... Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, this, yeah, it, this, it, uh, it never it, ends. It, it feels like happening. like the pandemic has affected every part of the supply chain for yeah. electronics, and we just keep finding new components that are hard to get our hands on. Uh, yeah, and and I gotta say, it, it's a huge bummer. I mean, I, I feel bad for folks. You know, we talked about people that can't buy PS fives. You know, I I personally uh, have been holding off on getting a second one for like downstairs, so that I could have one in the living room for everybody to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every time I see them come up for sale, they're gone in yeah, seconds. Instantly. Yeah. 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 And it's it's just Man. crazy to me because as long as this keeps happening, as long as these shortages for whatever components exist, we're going to be paying for, you know, we're going to have scalpers just selling these things at a ridiculous premium. I'm uh, sure I'm sure all of our, our fans out there are playing their tiny white violins for you for not being able to get a second hey, PS5. No, well, <laughs> I, to be clear, I'm choosing oh. not to try to get one. Uh-huh. Until supply gotcha. evens Personas out. Audio Electronics in the chat says, yeah, we're not having fun with supply either. Oh, well, hey. Oh, hey uh, right. Thank oh, you so hey. much, Personas, for, for joining here. the chat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're thrilled to have you here. Uh, your PD-70s sound great. Hell yeah, they do. Uh, thank you so much yeah. for being here with us and for supplying us with this amazing tech. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah guys. Uh, I can't stress enough. Thank you to Personas for supplying us with these mics. Uh we would not be able to do a stream where four people are in one room talking so close to each other no, we and have couldn't. it sound good without these amazing microphones. So uh, thank you to them for, for helping us get this sorted. But uh, back on topic, yeah, it, it is kind of an industry-wide thing. Like, you wouldn't think that a microphone even, you know, would, would be subject to this type of stuff. But almost every electronic device, uh, even if it doesn't plug directly into a wall, has these power regulators in them. Uh, and it's just wild to me that that little cheap component yeah. is now what's causing people to be unable to get a PS5 or, you know, if, if t- what Mochizuki from Bloomberg is saying that we're going to see switch shortages, which hasn't really been a thing so far. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's still been pretty yeah. easy to walk into a store and find a switch. We had like a blip there where Animal Crossing just caused I was gonna say, people yeah, to, to buy up shortage. all the hardware, but it's been probably a year since we've had that issue. Right. I, I feel like the Switch OLED is going to be really hard to find. It, it's just going to be. Fortunately, I'm not trying to get one. I, I just I don't play my Switch on handheld mode enough to for it to feel worth it. But I am angling to get an Xbox Series X later this year for Forza Five, and I know those. Are, I know they're not as hard to get as PS Fives, but they're still not easy to get. So that should be you know a, a journey in itself. But it sucks. I just I wish people who want the consoles they want could get them. It's just a shame, you know. There's I still to this day talk to so you know a few people including my own friends who really want a ps5 and just you know if, if you follow wario 64 turn on notifications you're gonna get one eventually but you have to be ready at all times of day to just yeah. jump on it and go yeah. for it and it you know it shouldn't be like that so it's a shame but through september 
of next year. That's that's a long. Yeah, it's a, time. It's a year from now. I mean, geez. That's I mean, some, we'll, it's a we'll shame. be two years into the console generation almost. Yeah. With massive shortages with still. Right. I've I've never seen a situation like this in all the years that I've been the one going out and buying consoles. I I feel bad for all the parents out there that are trying to pick these up for their kids and and trying to you know kids. Well, one I'm jealous of kids that their first console is a PS Five. Like <laughs> seriously, you're you're a spoiled child. But you know, I'm gonna say actually, you know what? I'm not. I'm really so glad and thankful I grew up during the age of games that I did because I feel like I wouldn't be able to appreciate games like Chrono Trigger classic Mega Man, Mega Man X, if I'd grown up with a PS5, right? Absolutely. And I know that's not always true. I know there are, are kids today growing up with modern consoles who can appreciate classic games, but I just, I think about that sometimes where I'm like, I really grew up at the perfect time, like mid to late like 80s, much, 90s. Pretty much grew up with the consoles as they, as they evolve as well. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. I mean, I can definitely see that as far as, you know, we got to see gaming go from from pixels to polygons now to like photorealism, right? Um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, I will still say I feel I, you know, there's there's a uh, soft spot in my heart for all the parents that are out there just trying to get these things for their kids, or you know, even even the adults like us out there just trying to get one to have fun with, you yeah. know, and, and yeah. having to either just be obsessive about it in a way that nobody should need to be, or or paying scalpers ridiculous markups. I just wish that. You know, I hope that everything gets back to normal and, and people are just able to walk into a store and buy the console they want. Uh, I mean, Brandon we were will surprised tell you that you know at that Amazon store we were just at, there was a Series S just sitting on the shelf. Yeah, we walked in. Uh, oh, we're, we're in Amazon's backyard. Yeah, so we walked into an Amazon store to buy some stuff for the show tonight, and they just had a Series S sitting out there. You could pick it up and buy it, and that was the first time, first time I've seen a next gen console. Just available to, to buy, yeah, and it's yeah. Wow. almost a year later. So it is it is crazy to me to think we're we're at the ten month mark, and I just now saw my first next gen console in the wild. That is <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, yeah. So wow. either way, uh, if you want a Switch OLED, try to get one now. I guess if you want yeah, a PlayStation Five or an Xbox Series, expect to continue to struggle with that, which is really unfortunate. I feel like every few months. We kind of expect this to let up, and then we just get news that it's going to continue. Yeah. So hopefully this yeah. ends be well before that year mark. But yeah, like like Ash said, turn on notifications, follow Wario sixty four if you really want one of those consoles, and just for the love of God, do not pay a scalper. Please don't. Do not, yeah. yeah. Please don't play it. it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Um, it, it's just you know, and supporting that kind of practice isn't worth it either. Yeah. Um, you know. Now that said, if I didn't have a console that like they announced and released a third Chrono game for, <laughs> I might not be able to put my, put my money where my mouth is. So you know, I understand out there if, if there are, you know some of you out there who are like, I have to play this game. It's my favorite series. But in general, yeah, don't support scalpers. Scalpers suck. Yeah. Um, so do we have any uh, new Super Chats? We do. We have a couple more. Uh, $2 from Late Night Sprites. Thank you so much. Saying, with Late Night Streams means more hot chicken. Oh, this God, time, no. probably not. Oh, God, no. Um, because we're, we're working a show, we don't. I don't think we want to put ourselves through that kind of right. dietary hell. But we'll, we'll, we'll do other – we'll find some other challenges to be fun. We'll probably, I'll probably have some beer on hand at least or something, but, but no bodily harm this time yeah. with, with spicy chicken. Yeah, we took probably Ash out not. for nearly an entire day with that, <laughs> with yeah. the shenanigans. So, uh, so, yeah, probably not that, but we'll still have a lot, a lot of fun. It'll still get spicy in different ways. Don't worry. But just uh, no, no suffering with oh. you know dangerously spicy chicken on stream this time. 
Uh, five more dollars from RecBCQ. God, so so thank, thank you. you so many donations. Uh, my my parents are trying to buy a car currently. They were told new cars aren't being made due to a chip shortage. Even cars are affected. Wow, this is sense. it's not just gaming; it's everywhere. That makes this, sense. I yeah, mean, so all cars like standard by by standard have like a computer in them at this point, right? right. So that makes sense. Well, RecBCQ, you have, you donate all the time. Thank you so much. Super chat. Yeah, um, thank you. You're a super, super chatter. Hell yeah. <laughs> and finally, oh, actually, two more. $5 from Gray Willow Gaming saying, not where I am in Wyoming. I haven't seen a Switch in stock since the peak of the pandemic. Wow. Really? That surprises me. I see Switches pretty much everywhere, despite yeah. how well they're selling. We just saw, what, two? There was a regular and a light, both at that Amazon store. No, we saw we saw several. They had the regular, they had the light, and they had the Animal Crossing edition still. In, wow. in, in stock? Yeah. Wow. Just sitting on the shelves in that Amazon store. They they had actually a wall of Switch uh, consoles and accessories, uh, most of them behind glass, which, yeah, makes sense. But, yeah, right. Which was, what was weird was they had their Switch stuff behind glass, so you had to get help, but you could just pick up a Series X and walk right. out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really... For a Series a, S. That's Sorry. unfortunate, Grey Willow Gaming. I, I didn't know they were that hard to find some uh, in some places, but that's good to know. Uh, by the way, I see a few people, uh, Captain J Lineback and Boltmouse Bolt X, please don't get drunk and wasted in packs. Maybe drunk stream isn't a good idea. Don't worry. We're not, that's not what I was talking about. We're not going to get wasted on stream. That's not what GVG After Dark is yeah, about. Yeah, we, we've we're never done that. Trashed. We're never going to. Yeah, don't worry. The most we've ever done is had a beer every time we hear world premiere, or a sip of a beer, I should say. Yeah. Every time we hear <laughs> we world had a premiere, beer every that would be time. a problem. <laughs> that would be, yeah, but we would uh, need to go to a, that's a the only thing we've ever done uh, <laughs> related to beer, yeah. Uh, a couple more super chats to go through. First is ten dollars from Lizard eighty one two eighty eight saying, "What do you think of China's three hour limit on video games? If you are eighteen or under, you can only play video games on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for one hour each, from eight to nine p.m." And first of all, thank you for the super chat. Really appreciate that. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought this up because we didn't really have a chance to get into one of our main news stories. But I mean, China going to China? I guess right. I mean, that's. It's really draconian. restrictive. It's it's incredibly it's draconian. It is so restrictive, and I mean, I get wanting to curb addiction. Of course. As an educator, I like actually like that idea. Get on the mic. Um, I am on the mic. There you go. Does that work? Okay. Our producer. Hello, I am Mikhail Miracle. Inside voice. She's her screen on the mic though. <laughs> Um, Louder, no. son! <laughs> Scream. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, as an educator, I really enjoy hearing that because how much students have to do um, with homework or even during this pandemic or remote learning, depending on how it is with the rest, the rest of the world. So I think that's a swell idea and good on China for that. And I wish America could do that sometimes. It would, it would take, like... 60% of See, a year to finish a 100-hour RPG. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Here, God. I'll pass the math back. Yeah, for, for me, uh, as as a parent, I feel like I, I hate pulling the like parental freedom card, but I'm going to pull it. And the reason why is, um, and I think that there are definitely issues when it comes to how parents engage with the content their children consume. I mean, that's, you know, why the ESRB exists. That's why all yeah. these other things came mm-hmm. into being is because parents don't accept responsibility for the things their children watch and play. Exactly. Um, but as a parent who who understands video games, you know, I I do set limits for my kids, you know, on, yeah. in terms of what they can do. But I'm also 
opposed to the idea of the government setting right. those on my behalf. Like, I feel like if, if I understand my kid and I understand what they're doing and, you know, I know that, okay, my kid is on spring break. They should be able to play Mario Odyssey for more than an hour a day on their vacation, right? Um, or, you know, hey, my kid did really some something really awesome, like they took out the trash without being asked, or they did something cool. I I want to be able to say, like, oh, hey, you've got more game time because right. you did the things you were supposed to do without me having to get on you about it. Uh, as it stands, my kids are allowed an hour a day, every day, uh, you know, but it's on me to make sure that they've done their homework and that they've done their chores and that I've, you know, I'm holding on to their switch physically until they've done the things they need to do to earn their playtime. And then once they have their, their time with their switch, I'm, I've just got parental controls and it says like, Oh, Hey, you know, you've got an hour and I'm, I'm just going to shut off when, when you're done. And I think that that should be the way that parents should do it. Parent, if you're going to let your children of a certain age play games, and I would say that age is under 10, right? Like, mm-hmm. when I was 13, I was just... If my mom said, no more Super Nintendo, I'm like, I know how to hook this shit up, Mom. <laughs> I'm going to my friend's house. Yeah, <laughs> His mom doesn't care at all. No, I mean, uh, I'm glad you said that, because that's what I was going to say. Like, I, I totally get, you know, limits for kids and stuff, but parents should be parenting and setting those limits themselves. That shouldn't be on the government. I don't want the government telling me how many hours a day my kids can play games. Now, the problem is not all parents parent. Right. And as you said, that led right. to the proliferation of the ESRB and, and such like that. And there are kids, you know, are kids these days today who are allowed to play Grand Theft Auto at really young ages. And they probably oh, yeah. shouldn't be. But at the end of the day, though, whether I feel like that's too draconian or not, and I think three hours a week is a little bit too draconian, either way, it shouldn't be the government setting that. It should right. be parents. If I was only allowed three hours of gameplay a week, there's a good chance I wouldn't be on this couch right now. Yeah, same. I yeah, definitely wouldn't be. Because I probably would have given up gaming as a passion because I just wasn't allowed to do it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, the thing for me was when I was growing up, my parents were basically like, look, we don't like how much you game, but you're getting good grades. That's and if the good grades stop, then the game exactly. stop. And yeah. so I was like, yeah. well, you know what? I want to beat Chrono Trigger, but yeah. I also so I beat math. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> yeah, beat math. I gotta conquer the Lavos that is algebra. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun for me because, like, me and my dad butt heads my entire childhood about video games, and now here I am, and I'm, you know, <laughs> this is my job. Right, <laughs> surrounds your life. I mean, now. I got to give my mom credit for, uh, you know, early on she noticed that the games were more than just like a hobby for me. They were a passion that she, you know, she, I mean, my dad was always supportive of my gaming hobby, but he was a little more concerned to begin with. He's like, oh, you know, should he be playing as much as, as much as he is? My mom was like, hey, as long as his grades stay up, which they did, you know, look at, look at him. He's, this is something that's not just a hobby. This is a passion for him. This could become like a job, a career. And lo and behold, there she was go. right. Mom, you were right. So, you know, I, I think there is something to be said for taking it on a kid by kid basis. Yeah. Right? Either way, I don't want the government deciding. I also, I also yeah. feel like your dad is on pretty shaky footing with that one. I'd be like, bro, you're a fucking ninja turtle. Like, <laughs> chill out. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like, gaming was new and. It was at the time. We were talk- well, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the NES days. Like, yeah, you know, I'm like just really joking old. around. <laughs> and and he he more than made up for it later. He uh, he fostered early on my love of video game music when like a lot of kids and stuff were making fun of me. Like, oh, that's not real music. He was like, uh-uh. 
I'm a voice actor and a singer. I can tell you real music is whatever music you like. It doesn't matter if it's sequenced from a video game, console, or a full orchestra. Music is music. So my dad more than made up for that initial shakiness oh, by, yeah. Yeah. by uh, oh, yeah. fomenting my love of video game music. So thanks, fomenting. Dad. Yeah. That's mm. a good, fun SAT Now word. my dad just pretends to understand what I'm talking about when I talk <laughs> about what I do. <laughs> well, that uh, resulted in a quite the discussion. But thank you so much, Lizard, for your donation. Uh, next up is Scott Barber with $4.99 saying, Just now tuning in, pretty trippy to see all of you in the same room. Yeah. Hope you all have a great weekend. Well, man, hope you have a great weekend as well. And let me tell you, it's even trippier for all of us to be in the same room. Yes. That's, that's awesome. Very surreal. There are, so, there are a lot more streams coming too, so stay tuned. Yes. Uh, check out our Twitter, twitter.com slash official to find out the rest of our streaming schedule. Uh, but we do have one final no- news story. Do we have more super? We chats do or? actually. We have a awesome. couple more. Hey, keep them coming. Uh, yeah, five dollars, five more dollars from Flox Cadigan saying. By the way, some are wondering why I'm loving this hat or anything. This this is because I'm one of those fans of Pokemon. I even did a rated M fanfic on it. A spicy Pokemon fanfic from Floxcat, everybody. We might we might oh. have to dip into that. Maybe we should read some of that on stream dark. later. Yeah. <laughs> Dramatically read Or it. After Dark. Okay. Dramatic dramatic reading of an M-rated fanfic on at GVG After Dark. See, I told you there are ways we can be spicy that don't involve getting drunk. So there you go. Stay tuned for that. Well, drunk on power. Drunk on there you, yeah, <laughs> drunk on power. <laughs> um, Tim Rattray with $5 saying, Esports are a path for many kids in China who can't go to college and need to support themselves or their family, plus freedom is important. Great points both. Completely agree with you. I, that should be an absolutely you know, legitimate career path, and I, again, three hours a week isn't going to result yeah. in that career path being viable. So thank you, Tim. Uh, Tim. Really appreciate it. Uh, Luigi and Daisy, 315, back with two more dollars, saying who would win in a fight, Crash Bandicoot or Rayman? I, I'm not the biggest fan of either character, but I Rayman. I, I was like I, I was dislike Rayman too. Rayman. Yeah, I dislike Rayman less than I dislike Crash, so I'm gonna go Rayman as well. Ray, Rayman has the reach advantage because yeah. clearly it's yeah. limitless somehow. Yeah, and, limit and limbs. Was, was Crash gonna do spin? <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> feel like it. He doesn't really have. <laughs> I feel like if someone tries a spin move on you, you could still just punch them out of it. I feel like no one in the games has tried to just fucking hit Crash in the face while he's doing that. <laughs> he's no Tasmanian yeah. devil. That's for sure. <laughs> the coolest thing about Crash, I always thought, I'm not a big fan of the character. Anyone who's followed me for any length of time knows that. The coolest thing about Crash, in my uh, in my opinion, has always been that his name sounds like it could, be, could have been a Maverick from a Mega Man X game. He just sounds like he got the descriptor and the animal. Crash Bandicoot, you know, Blizzard Buffalo, Toxic Seahorse. It works, and that's always been my favorite thing <laughs> about, <laughs> about Crash. So, yeah, my, my vote goes to Rayman. Finally, last super chat for now. Uh, Screamo Shaman with $4.99 saying, regarding the Hatterene thing, all I can say is I'm open for commissions with a winky emoji. Oh, boy. This is never going to die. This oh is never going to. We're, we're just going to lean into it tonight. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. <laughs> y'all asked for this. Ooh. You don't get you don't get to complain when it comes to fruition. Can I, I I'll be the Adam Jensen in, in this situation and say I never asked for this because I didn't. Um, thank you, Screamo Shaman. Really appreciate it. And just every time you, you do a super chat, I get to say that name, and I love it's just it's such a great name. Uh, thank you. And that is the last super chat for now. All right. So our final news story and the obligatory Super Monkey Ball story of the day is that uh, Sega has announced out of nowhere, as usual at this <laughs> yeah. point, that they are adding. Swayzo from Monster or from Monster Rancher. I almost said yeah. Monster Hunter. I know that's why I've almost. made that mistake too. Damn it! And it, it is what like, and, and it collects CDs. 
instead of that bananas. So it collects CDs. It's perfect. It collects it's CDs. Amazing. Like it's I, perfect. I just think someone at Sega has been watching Sakurai reveal characters for Smash Ultimate and just wringing <laughs> yeah. his hands. He's like, "I'll show you. The rivalry is still alive." I just. I don't even know. Like th- this is the weirdest collection of characters, in, in, in and for the uh, the weirdest game, like Super Monkey Ball of all games. Super Monkey Ball, and they're like with canonically way fewer monkeys than other animals. Yeah, Everyone's and like here. we're getting like Sonic and Tails, but then we're also getting Kazuma Kiryu. Then we're then <laughs> we're getting Hello Kazuma. Kitty. I know Kazuma, and he collects a stamina X. Yeah, we're getting Morgana from, from Persona. From Persona. Yep. Yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. But I'm Jet here for it. Radio. And it's like they've they've started. Oh, that's right. We yeah, got beat. Yeah, beat yeah, who collects break hands. And it's like it's gotten it's like, to the point where I'm genuinely curious. I don't know who they're going to reveal next. Rio Hazuki. Yeah, it could be we literally need, anyone. We need we need Rio Hazuki, Opa Opa, uh, Joe Musashi, uh, Alice Landale, Blaze, Blaze, Blaze. Uh, collecting chickens or turkeys from yes. uh, yeah, Ooh La La from Space Channel Five. Uh, oh <laughs> hell yeah, Billy Hatcher. We need, but you know on top who we need from Space Channel Five. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love it if they announce all these video game characters and then Michael, Michael Jackson at the end, like actual Michael Jackson. Right. Whoever was in charge of the content strategy for this game deserves a raise because it's Seriously. really working out for him. Uh, Bolt Mouse X says, what's next, Klonoa? Hey, you know what? Sure. I would be happy to pay. Sega revives Klonoa before Bandai Namco. I know, right? <laughs> um... Darchi makes a, makes a fair point, saying, I think $5 per character is a little whack. And yes, so Suezo, like the other DLC characters, is going to be four ninety nine. I think they're coming out on October 19th in this case. And yeah, like I was, I was going to say, there are characters I would pay $5 for, like Hello Kitty. And there are $5 characters I wouldn't pay $5 for, like Morgana, I have to be honest. Sorry. Um, but, I think it's, it's a little different in this case, because like, with, with a game like Smash Brothers or a fighting game, I think the company usually expects most, you know, hardcore players to buy everything. Every, all the packs. Right. With, with something like, you know, Monkey Ball, I think they're only anticipating you'll buy the character that you want to play it. I think so. I, I honestly think this is one of Sega's most brilliant strategies yeah, ever. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I look at it, right? My, my wife is a huge Hello Kitty fan. Couldn't give a shit about Monkey Ball. Uh-huh. And the minute she saw the Hello Kitty trailer, she's like, I don't even know what game this is, but we're buying this game. Yeah. And we're buying the $5 Hello Kitty DLC. And I was like, yeah. That's I mean, I was going to buy the game anyway, but <laughs> sold. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and, and my wife actually lo- likes Monkey Ball on top of loving Hello Kitty. So she's like, I already know we're getting this because I know how much you love Monkey Ball and we're going to play it together. But we're buying Hello Kitty. I'm like, hell yeah, we are. Are you kidding me? We definitely are. Yeah. And uh, there are just so many more ways they could go with this. I mean, Bolt Mouse X with another great idea. Alice from Fantasy Star. I know you would be hype oh, yeah. if they did that. Um, there's just... Seaman, man, get Seaman in. Uh, oh man, that'd be so in a, funny. In a monkey ball, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so much. What would Seaman collect though? Microphones, microphones, yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything. Plankton? Else. What did he? I never played Seaman. What did he eat? And another Seaman at one point. That's really weird. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I never C-Man, played it, man. Real talk, just for like thirty seconds here. Seaman is one of the most unnerving games you'll <laughs> ever play in your like life. It. One, yeah. you could train him to shit on command. By actually just telling him to shit, and he would fling poo out of the <laughs> thing on the top of his head. The other thing is, there is legit a scene in which he murders another seaman in front of you. <laughs> That's so bizarre. Really weird. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is really disturbing. <laughs> Beating that game just 
leaves a hole in your heart that you can never fill. Um, I well, there's some late breaking news that happened during the show, Steve, that I think you might be interested in. We might want to cover really quick since we don't have a time limit. This yeah, time. why not? Uh, so this broke while we were doing, or maybe right before the show. But uh, Lost Judgment's DLC schedule has been announced. Oh yeah, I I did see that Sega. <laughs> Sega, who just recently told us we're not getting a review copy, right. emailed me a press release about the DLC oh, schedule. Oh, so you got it too. Okay. Really hurt. That stings. Yeah. Like, like yesterday, they're like, hey, guys, sorry. We'll, we'll, we're not going to be able to provide review code for this game for you. And then they're like, check out our DLC schedule. What's like, we, got, we got Sonic Colors Ultimate. We got and, Sonic Colors Ultimate, and yeah. we got Judgment for the PS5. I'm That's so not, weird. Not to throw shade on Sega. I, I, I just feel really bad because I really would have loved to cover this You're game like on a timely fashion. You're like the biggest fan of Judgment. It yeah, hurts, man. It, it, it hurt my it hurt my heart. To I mean, find this out is like this would to... literally be tantamount to like Mega Man X Nine being a thing and Capcom denying us. Yeah, and me not being able to cover it in a timely fashion. It's very similar to that. Yeah, I it, feel it awful was, for you. It, it's sad. I'm I'm pretty sad about it, but you know, I will end up covering it. Just it'll have to take a backseat to whatever is is actually pre-release at the time. But yeah, we're looking at this and. Uh, they've got the Kaito file story expansion, which Kaito is just such an amazing character. Right. Like, I fucking love him. Uh, highlighting him is going to be really cool. They got a uh, school stories expansion coming out on October 26th, which apparently is available for those that pre-order the digital deluxe or digital ultimate edition. I hate digital special editions of games. Yeah, yeah I do too. Um, but whatever. I mean, it, it gives you apparently stuff to interact your or, or deepen your interactions with the school's club so i guess yagami goes to school i don't I've, I've been trying to stay away from uh spoilers and then there's a detective essentials pack and a quick start support pack uh so it's it looks like it's a bunch of like the only real story related thing is the kaito files uh which I'm down for it. Give me more Kaito anytime. I, I absolutely adore him. He's he's like the a perfect foil for Yagami. So I would I would I'm hoping to you know play this right. game as soon as possible. But I love without the context. It's so weird to read that one of the things you get as part of the, the Detective Essentials pack is additional girlfriends. That's just that's, with no context. That sounds saying. so weird. Um, You've unlocked extra girlfriends. Downloadable girlfriends. I, I do love that. That as part of the d- uh, detective and lifestyle content, you get three new colors of Shiba Inu detective dogs. Which oh, you sold yes. me there. That's the prize um, already. And for you, Steve, that also comes with four additional playable Sega Master System games: oh, uh, Global snap. Defense, Alien Syndrome, Fantasy Zone Two, The Tears of Opa Opa, and Sagaya. Global Defense is low key one of the best Sega Master System games. I never ever played made. it. It is it is arcadey as fuck and it's nice. super hard, but it nice. is it is excellent. Well, All right, well we do have a couple more super chats, but that is the news for the day, I believe. Yeah, let's go ahead and read them out. All right, so first we have uh, five more dollars from Late Night Sprites saying, "Love your stuff. Thanks for being so kind and welcoming and giving good vibes. Y'all are so funny and so awesome. Can't wait for weekend streams." Well, thank you, uh, Late Night Sprites, so much. Thank you. It, yeah. it means the world to us that you are in our audience because you know we couldn't be sitting here doing this if we didn't have an audience to do it for. So. Right back at you. Thank you so much for showing us your love, and we will keep doing what we do, and uh, we really appreciate you being here for it. Ser- seriously, thank you so much. And uh, finally, $4.99 from Synchro Lord saying, Michael Jackson from Moonwalker. <laughs> he collects kids. Oh, like in the oh, game. No. <laughs> like in the game, in parentheses. I'm going Yeah, home. come on. You know what you did there. <laughs> and you know what you did. Going home. And Moonwalks in the ball. Oh. Ow! 
That um, would be funny if, if playing as Michael Jackson meant you had to use reverse controls because he's moonwalking. <laughs> I, I really need to learn to read these, bef- like, not on the fly, but read them, scan them before I read them out loud because, oh, my God. Yeah, I've man. had my eyes on that one for a bit, and I was like, mm. <laughs> I don't know that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do like that you included, though, like in the game in parentheses, just to justify what you meant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you, Synchro Lord. Really appreciate that. Um, next is uh, Flox Cat, with, again, with five more dollars. Thank you. Saying, also, uh, Hatterene is one of those girlfriends in that DLC. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Yagami and Hatterene, man. I, <laughs> I don't know about that. Moe. Uh, <laughs> Moe. Uh, thank you so much, Flox Cat. And uh, that, uh, at this particular moment in time, is the final Super Chat. All right, y'all. So normally this is the part of the show where I'd ask where our guest is from, but you know where to find us. We're right here in Seattle for the remainder of the week. We'll be doing PAX coverage uh, and and crazy Crazy after dark stuff of uh, apparently oh, oh reading yeah. some M rated fanfics tonight. <laughs> oh, uh, but you can find man. out more about that tonight at 11 p.m. Pacific, uh, 1 a.m. Eastern. And it's probably a good thing we're airing it at that time. But yeah. we could not go forward without thanking all of you in the audience uh, for your generous super chats, for your patronage, for watching, liking, subscribing. Uh, as well as those of you that are on our Patreon. You guys help keep the lights on. You help make trips like this happen. We really yes. could not descend upon Seattle in the jankiest way possible without your help. Um, <laughs> but we have to give a special oh, thing. Sorry, oh. sorry, Steve. We did just get one last super chat here. All right. uh, $2 from Vedran Hotik, saying, uh, one of our very own patrons, saying, Aro from Puyo Puyo and a ball would be awesome. Yeah, I saw a few That'd people saying yeah. Aro. I think that, that would be, be a cool. really cool. John addition. would be really happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he would. So, yeah. yeah, Aro would be really neat for sure collecting anyway so as i was saying uh we have to give a special thank you to our patrons at the producer tier and above you guys uh we we wouldn't be able to set up crazy complex streaming subs like these without you uh unfortunately we don't have credits tonight because of just the nature of the show and the fact that we're running everything away from home but we do still want to give our traditional extra special thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above and those fine folks include jared edinger Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Itiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Octo Puppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, thank you for the super chat again, by the way, 112, John, John. John. <laughs> I, I, how did I stumble on that? Joshua Hunter. Evernight Studio. This guy. <laughs> Benny Yao. Azran127. Pagrema. Kenrule09. Jake Pelka. Geller. Joseph Rutkin. Geeky Griffin. Lucky Wonderfish. Kyle. Topdog23100. Young Ben Kenobi. Doug Shomix. Andrew Medeiros. Joseph Bayer. Oramem. Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kyed, Kit Fisto, oh Kenneth Lee Stingle, West Egg, Deaneth, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hoobie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Askeron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 minutes and 60 seconds. Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Rafelox, 
Sea <laughs> Lord, they broke me. Brainchild. My mom. I'm sorry, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Kotar Pack. Scuff196. Kane Wooly. Skull Kid Tiger. AJB Cool. Blizzica. Jason Uloa. Jaden Buck. Phantom Project. Cystic Warrior29. This, this is hot. <laughs> Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy. Darick. Nathan the Voice Actor. Chibi J. Bongo Lover. Mumbling Yeti. Cameron Sharp. Fangs. Dinner Sonic. Frayhem. Mason Riley. Keel. And finally, welcome back to the EP squad, my friend, Titus Malvolio. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you so much. And uh, Steve, I'm sorry to interrupt your outro, but we just got one more super chat. Nice. $50. Wow. From our thank good you. friend, Rob Armanex, saying, thank you so seriously, much. Seriously, thank you my so man. much. So sad I missed out on this, but it's so awesome seeing you all together. <laughs> well, it is awesome being together, man, and thank you yeah. so much for your incredible generosity. We hope you'll be around for GVG After Dark tonight. Uh, Steve, because we didn't get to read the producers today, do you mind if I do that just to give them some extra love? Yeah, go for it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, producer time. So our amazing producers are Jacob One, Kurosame, Mikhail Walburn, Felix Nebulous, Don Koopman, Kevin Online, Sonic Kurosaki, Nick Munger, Arkwing24, Ben Modrin, Chase Talbot, Ben Hannigan, Chickens, Roman Kilchinski, excuse me, Romsky113, Joshua Wiseman, Iggy Coop, Kieran Das, Feeling Dreepy, Meowsticks, Ariel H, Blindman, Ryan Sardon Keller, Black King, Shuckle25, Darts, DJ Andy D, Tiptoe, Alex Rodriguez, Pedro Vasquez, Tony, Alby the Floof, Ian Seabach, Ben Frick, Ben Morelli, Emil, Farina Reneus, Andy Chung, PK Gaming, Legend of Jess, Natasha Smith, Shoichi, Chris Lewis, Daniel Cod, Bo Blacks, Gold Lichting, Matthew Miller, Smoko 13, Rings of Saturn, Michael Abuda, Akil P, Hello World, Alan Leung, Helen Kincannon, Kristinton 2025, Tomo the Cabot, Coop's Crib, Toast Cross Dimensions, Just Cliff, Nicholas Van Roven, Dean Evinger Jr., Darksteel01, Chip Damage Mike, DJ Jurassic, Abisola Oseni, Jeff Ed, I know her, <laughs> Ghost Wolf, Jack Hines, Blazestar25, Inferno Cali, Maddie, Tom Chimiak, Jax, Screamo Shaman, Willow Pingree, and finally, excuse me, Gassan Abunura. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And if you're watching us live, remember that you, too, can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where for as little as $5 a month, you can join us on the post-show, which is where we're headed now, and it's exclusive to our patrons. We also have a Patreon-exclusive Discord, which you can get into for as little as $1 a month, but whether you just check us out here, like, subscribe, watch on YouTube, or listen to us on any major podcast service around the globe, we appreciate you so, so much. But that is the end of our special Live from Seattle, PAX episode. Uh, thanks so much to Straight Lace for sponsoring and to our partners for providing us with the kit we need 
to keep entertaining you when we're away from home. Uh, but we will see you guys next time. Uh, if you're not going to join us for the post show, join us at 11 p.m. Pacific for GVG After Dark. Woo! Uh, until and next time, folks. Oh, yes. Tomorrow at 4, right? Tomorrow yes. at 4 we're doing So for those of you who don't stay up super late, uh, tomorrow at 4 p.m. we'll be doing a mystery GameCube game stream. Yes. yes. Oh, stay yes. tuned for that. It's going to be crazy. It yes. Is, it is uh, something. It's a major blast from the past. But anyway, that does it for t- TNT. We're about to head over to the post show. Until next time, everybody, good night and good vibes. Bye, everyone. Bye.